This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. King Charles has now had his official coronation as the British monarch, but a couple of days before the ceremony, he met with several of Canada's Indigenous leaders. More from Dan Karpinchuk. The audience at Buckingham Palace included the National Chief of the Assembly of First Nations, Roseanne Archibald, the Métis National Council President, Cassidy Caron, and the President of the Inuit Tapirit Kanitami, Nathan Obed. The three, along with Governor-General Mary Simon, attended the coronation on Saturday. Simon is the King's representative in Canada and the first Indigenous Governor-General. She said that Charles appeared to be committed to reconciliation during his meeting with Indigenous leaders. The meeting lasted for about an hour and focused on Native issues, but also included conversations about the environment, repatriating cultural items from British museums, and missing and murdered Indigenous women. Inuit leader Nathan Obed said he talked to Charles about shared priorities as well as the responsibilities of the Crown. Uh, so I invited him to come to Inuit Nunangat to uh, learn more about uh, not only the governance but also a lot of uh, the issues that we face, whether it be the environment or climate change or mental health, education, and um, just continue on the conversation, ultimately getting to a point where we could have shared priorities. There have been calls in the past for the British monarchy to apologize for the wrongs of its colonial legacy, but the Indigenous leaders said their meeting was more about building a positive relationship that could set the stage for tougher future talks. The King had met with Canadian Indigenous leaders a year ago during a visit to Canada. In a speech in the far north, he said he was deeply moved by stories from residential school survivors that he met. For National Native News, I'm Dan Karpinchuk. A blow to the largest Native organization in Alaska. Two major tribal organizations have pulled out of the Alaska Federation of Natives, the Central Council of Tlingit and Haida Indian Tribes, and the Tanana Chiefs Conference. AFN was formed to fight for land claims more than a half century ago and has continued to serve as a powerful voice for Alaska Natives in both state and national politics. Every October, it holds the state's largest convention. But in a statement, the president of Clinkett and Haida, Richard Peterson, said the tribe no longer needs AFN's advocacy and has developed its own capacity to advance its causes. Clinkett and Haida says it's the largest federally recognized tribe in Alaska, representing 35,000 members in southeast Alaska. The Tanana Chiefs Conference, which represents villages in interior Alaska, also issued a statement. It said it was ending its membership with the AFN to focus on salmon protection. It said numerous resolutions have been passed at AFN over the years to protect the Alaska Native subsistence lifestyle with little action. AFN is made up of both tribes and Native organizations formed after the passage of the Alaska Native Claims Settlement Act. Its president, Julie Kitka, told the Anchorage Daily News she would withhold comment until after AFN's board meeting next week. In the last three years, disputes between regions have arisen during AFN's annual convention. Three regional corporations have since pulled out of the AFN. The Arctic Slope Regional Corporation, Doyon, and the Aleut Corporation. ASRC is the state's wealthiest private corporation, and Doyon is Alaska's largest landowner. U.S. House Natural Resources Committee Ranking Member Raul Grijalva is hosting a discussion on the history and significance of the Indian Child Welfare Act. Tuesday's roundtable is being held as ICWA is being challenged in U.S. Supreme Court. The decades-old law is intended to keep Native children with Native families. The virtual roundtable is featuring advocates, law experts, and a tribal leader. I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by AARP. AARP creates and connects people to unique tools and programs, helps conserve personal resources, and tackles issues that matter most to individuals, families, and communities. More at aarp.org. This Father's Day, you can give your dad a truly unique gift from SweetGrassTradingCo.com, a Ho-Chunk Inc. company where you can choose from a variety of food, beauty, and wellness items from tribes across Turtle Island. Ho-Chunk Inc. supports this show. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.